Hi, everybody. This is Tony Khan, the producer and director of Morning Stories from WGBH in Boston. About 10 a.m. Boston time the other day, which is 10 p.m. Beijing time, I did something I'd never done before. I made my first earth sandwich. In case you're not familiar with this term, that's when you get in touch with somebody who's on the exact opposite side of the earth, and both of you put a piece of bread on the ground at the same time. You should try it. (laughs) Very 21st century kind of cyber meal. My fellow sandwich maker, no, sandwich artist in this enterprise in Xi'an was a woman named Bonnie Lee, who had mailed us about morning stories and then had sent along a story of her own. Well, I called her up, but before I got her to read her morning story, I asked her if she'd give me a little lesson in Chinese. Hi. Bonnie? This is Bonnie. Hi. It's 10 o'clock in the morning here, and it's 10 o'clock at night there in Xi'an. Mm-hmm. We're on opposite ends of the earth. You can listen to morning stories while I'm asleep. <laughs> I like that. I just listen to the show because it's not my native language. I want to catch the beauty of the language. You must listen to every word. <laughs> yeah, I, I try to get every word. Bonnie, most of our stories come not from China, but from the United States. Do any seem foreign? No, never. I really like a Western culture very much. You know, English is kind of connection. It is a window, you know. And English feeds my mind. Chinese nourishes my heart. Oh, that's wonderful. So it's great for me. Many stories. Yeah. Is there something as a Chinese person you notice about the West that we don't? Hmm, very good question. You know, I have many friends from uh, Europe, USA. Uh, maybe six years ago, I met a lady. It was the first time I learned this term, volunteer job. Volunteer job. She explained to me, it's kind of a job. You, you do it without any payment. It was so, so surprised to me. But after that, I do volunteer jobs. So this is a change for me. Mm. Also, I learned a new word, to share something. From her, you heard the word share. And that was also the first time you even heard of the idea of sharing. Is that right? Yes, yes. She taught me the importance of sharing. Before that, I don't understand what share is until she taught me what share is. Yes, I met a lady from Taiwan. She was suffering divorce, so I read some good poems to her and also sometimes play some good music to her. So I shared her pen. You shared her pain? Yeah. That is the way I understand sharing. Mm. Is there a word in Chinese that might open up my life a little bit? Mm. I think it's a very Chinese way to see happiness. Xingfu means happiness. Two characters, two words. Xingfu. And what do those two words alone mean before they come together? Xing means 
black. Full means blessing. Hmm. Happiness is not something that we deserve. It's maybe something that happens if we're lucky. Right. I love that. Thank you, Bonnie. You also sent along a couple of short, lovely stories. Would you mind reading to us? No problem. Thank you. It's my pleasure to share something with you. <laughs> And your story is called what? Love. Love. Last week, I visited my aunt in country. My cousin was going to get married. I came to help my aunt prepare her wedding party. Unfortunately, something unexpected happened. Before wedding ceremony, a man must give her girl's family a sum of money. The amount of money was negotiable. Mostly, it was just the amount the man could afford. My cousin's girlfriend insisted asking for one year and a half income. Consequently, their relationship became sour. Can money measure love? Can money buy happiness? Returning to my city, I think, oh, what a sad thing! It is difficult to say what is right and what is wrong. But our hearts know. Walking around a garden, a blooming rose comes to my sight. She is so charming and beautiful. Moved by her gesture, I feel so relieved. There is still something that is worth expecting. Love is such a beautiful thing. I firmly believe it. <laughs> Bonnie, it's wonderful to know that you're out there listening, and not just listening, but sending us your stories in return. I can't thank you enough for that. Thank you very much. You give me a chance to share my stories, and also give me a chance to explain the philosophy of Chinese happiness. <laughs> It's late in China now, so good night and sleep well. And I hope I speak to you again soon. Okay, so have a good day as you work in the USA. <laughs> Thank you, Bonnie. Goodbye. Bye bye. That was today's morning story from Bonnie Lee and Xian, with a very Chinese take on love. I think. Love like a blooming rose coming to my sight. She is so charming and beautiful. Moved by her gesture, I felt so relieved. There is still something that's worth expecting. Love is such a beautiful thing. I firmly believe it. Gary Mott, how you doing? I'm doing great.、Ready? You know, how cool is that to <laughs> hear from someone on the opposite side of the globe? 
And then just I mean, call them up and have them tell you a story. My gosh, that's almost like our dream for morning stories come true. That That is absolutely a dream. As babies, right? We're all supposedly able to speak the universal baby language until we start learning our own native tongue. <laughs> and then we kind of narrow it down, and each word has its own specific cultural meaning, and that's not necessarily all it could mean. I have to say, Tony, that uh, her English is so much better than my Chinese. I, I didn't know you spoke Chinese. <laughs> Inadvertently, one time, back in my high school English class, uh-huh. we were reading aloud, and I was called upon to read. And I said, as the two lovers looked at each other in a wanton way, <laughs> <laughs> and the class erupted in laughter, I looked around and said, what? <laughs> Did you have an image in your mind of these two people floating in a hot chicken soup of lust? <laughs> I had never spoken the word wanton before in my life. It was wanton. Chinese takeout was a big part of my diet. When I first came to the United States from Mexico, I I spoke English because I'd been born in the States and my family spoke English. But there were a lot of things I wasn't familiar with, and I was taught my first Christmas carol, Silent Night. And you know that line, holy infant so tender and mild? Well, I thought the word was holy infant so. And an infant, so, had to be like a fat child. I know a friend who who said that Lincoln emaciated the slaves. You know, well, maybe the most profound piece of commercial Chinese wisdom that I ever came across was a fortune cookie that my wife opened and that she showed me and that she's used many times. Do not worry. Your problems will fade away and new ones will take their place. Nothing is more profound than a Chinese cookie. (laughs) And let us, while we're talking about fortunes and luck and blessing, what other word is there but a word global in its reach? Ipswich, a leader in file transfer software, the guys who support our podcast every week. Thank you very much. And like Bonnie, we know that there are many people in China who are downloaders of podcasts and we thank each and every one of you we would love to hear from anyone in china or anyone anywhere else in the world please get in touch with us at morningstories at wgbh.org please that's it for this week see you next friday be sure to download us and uh who knows maybe we can make an earth sandwich yum (laughs) catch you later